0: Hello, I don't even know how to describe this weekend, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo, how are you today? It is rolling in close to July 4th, next weekend, so July 4th falls on a Sunday, if I'm not correct, I might be incorrect, today's 26th, tomorrow's 27th, Three, Monday, 28, 29, Tuesday, 30th is Wednesday. One, two, three, four. Yep, the fourth is Sunday. Man, you know, with phones and all that stuff, you figure I wouldn't have to do this as much. Looking for, I'm sorry, I moved the, my microphone further away. Let's bring it a little closer. Yes. July 4th, next Sunday. And we're starting to see the influx of people. I have no idea what Airbnb is doing, but I think we definitely seem to uh, be getting the crowds. And for, I guess, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're going to lose the locals. Because they have to work. But we're going to have a lot of vacationers. And we got, there's a lot of rentals and stuff like that. And it's coming in. We see him. We see him. And uh, we had someone ask me, I didn't realize how close July 4th was. Even though we get later in June. Yes. When it gets later in June, you should be thinking, July 4th is just around the fucking corner. Right? And someone says to me, "Uh, a very nice couple comes in. There's... South Florida people, and they're down here for uh, the week, or more than a week, maybe nine, ten days, which is a long time to spend in a hotel room. You know, one hotel room, but there's a lot to do out here, so I guess it really doesn't matter. And they ask me where fireworks are July 4th, and I'm thinking, why are you asking me now? I don't know. It's next week. And they have the July Fourth parade, which is a bunch of our civic organizations and volunteer fire departments, veterans groups, uh, high school dance club, all, all that stuff. They do that, and as they do all around the United States, but it's interesting that July Fourth signifies the. Written intent to separate from Great Britain, right? And instead of doing things like reviewing proper representation and things like that, right, we go to do the flag thing and fireworks. fireworks are something interesting. I'm sure that was something that uh, Marco Polo I think brought back from China for the for the west. But the Chinese were using rockets for hundreds of years, gunpowder and all that stuff. So how that got entwined just you know, say, hey, listen, you know what? You need with this. You could read the Declaration of Independence, you could do a little research on what was going on because on HBO actually they do a couple shows. They'll play probably John Adams which concentrates heavily on the beginning part of the revolution which includes Independence. But you didn't see when they signed the Declaration in Independence, all the negotiations and all these things what some states didn't want to go. Some of the colonies didn't want to go. They weren't states yet. They were pretty much separate countries. They were entering into a compact, but then someone—I don't know when that would have started. Some probably sometime in the late 1800s, early 20th uh, century, late 19th century, early 20th century. Fireworks were added into the mix, and so you know what's missing from this: hot dogs, hamburgers, and fireworks, and beer. I mean, I think they pretty much did the beer thing. That's the one thing they did back then that we still do today. And someone was talking about the parade. I was asking one of my coworkers about the parade and and the fireworks, so I could tell these people. I said, "Did you hear anything about the fireworks?" And they are. It looks like they are having fireworks display here, but they're having a parade. And they're telling them about a parade, and I'm thinking, why would? vacationers want to stand in the sun. I mean, it's like a Battalion Death March out there. Uh, it starts, I don't think, 10, 10 in the morning, but then it starts getting hot as fuck. Watch the fireworks. I, it's one of those things, that, and not fireworks, the parade. And then they drink all day. All day. Right? And then fireworks when it gets dark. So think of that real real hard. Now, <clears throat> I'm not, in this part of the show at least, I'm not going to be judgmental about the drinking. Because it's your day off. You're, you're you know, 21. And you, you have access to it. You're not going to be driving. Sure, you're, you want to drink all day drink all day. I used to do it plenty of times. I'm not going to be one of those assholes to tell you you can't because I, I ruined the fun for me. I'm not going to ruin it for you. But at the end of that, drinking all day, you want to handle explosives. Most people, now unless you have the sober person doing it, but it seems like to most people that want to get involved with fireworks who aren't professional, and it sucks being one time, the one time out of the year you're going to be your busiest doing fireworks, that's your busiest, your biggest fireworks display is on July 4th. That's it. If you're doing one of those professional operations, that's the one time you don't want to be drinking. When you have a mortar, you're firing a mortar out that could t- take your head off. But that's, you know, here in, in Florida, like many states, there's an agricultural waiver. And uh, on, on the 4th of July, on certain holidays, on the uh, 4th of July being one of them, after sunset or that day, it's legal to use fireworks. But any other time, if you want to buy it, and that's right now, I I can't imagine what it's like. Uh, It's probably very busy at our local fireworks place here in the Keys, in the upper Keys. I think that may be the only place, Phantom Fireworks. And they're all over the place. They're all all up and down. I think there was in Pennsylvania, too. But in order to buy them out of season when it's not legal to fire them, you have to sign a waiver, at least in Florida, that you're using the fireworks for agricultural requirements. You say, Jim, what the fuck do you need fireworks for agriculture? Well, some lawyers said, hey, that's good for scaring away birds that feed on crops. There you go. And imagine that's mainly the grains because you don't see birds actually going after strawberries and shit like that. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. But the corn and all that stuff, if I remember from my Heckle and Jekyll cartoons, Heckle and Jekyll were uh, two World War II era crows that were battle, uh, uh, better, birds. Uh, cr- yeah, crows, birds. And they were kind of jerky. Hackle and Jackle, they, because they were always busting balls on, I don't know, if, on each other. I'm going to have to look at that again. But tying fireworks to, it's, it's kind of like Easter, if you think about it. You think, you know, you explain Easter to an, a person that wasn't exposed to Christianity And didn't know about it. And you say, well listen, Easter is the end of what we call Lent. And on Friday, our Lord and Savior Jesus is crucified by the Romans and the Pharisees in Jerusalem. And he's put the rest in a catacomb or tomb. And three days later, as was foretold in the prophecy... When people came to see him, he was gone. and he had risen from the dead. And Easter commemorates that. Oh. So what do you do in your culture to celebrate the rising of your Lord and Savior, the Son of God, in Catholics, one of, one of the three persona or manifestations of your high Being? Oh, well, we, we, um, we believe also that a large rodent, a hare... Or a bunny. Comes to our house. And gives us colored eggs. And we color eggs too. And chocolates. And candies. And marshmallow chicks. That people don't eat. And like foam peanuts. I don't think they do the circus peanuts. But yeah. They do that. And then we hide. And they also hide eggs and we let the kids go look for it. Well, how does that symbolize your Lord and Savior's rising from the dead? Um well, they lost Jesus in the tomb, so they went looking for him. So the eggs are Jesus and the little kids running around are his apostles. Yeah, I guess you can look at it that way. And what's the Easter bunny? Oh, I guess the Easter Bunny would be the Romans or the Pharisee. Because they're doing the hiding. No, no. The Easter Bunny is the Holy Spirit. Well, isn't that a dove? Yeah, it is a dove. It's symbolized by a dove. Hmm. I'm going to have to get back to you that. So, yeah, there's no correlation between holidays. Like, on Memorial Day, or well, in old Soviet Union, they had May Day. And May Day, they used to do, and it was a commemoration of uh, uh, their revolutions or overthrow of their repressive regimes. And what they would do is a big military parade to show how they're protecting. I mean, kind of made sense, but God, it was kind of not an upbeat thing. It's it's like, oh, we're going to have a military parade to show that we could kill our neighbors really well. Oh, okay, that's great. Or Christmas. Originally, St. Nicholas was the archbishop in Turkey. Right? The original, they, they think it was St. Nick. St. Nicholas, It was an archbishop in Turkey, who would fill up kids' shoes with, uh, legend would have it, he would fill up kids' shoes Shoes with toys and and fruits and stuff like that, and then they started the mythology built from that, and saying to commemorate the birth of their Lord and Savior, and the well, the little shower they had for him in that in the. Uh, I know I'm not trying to piss off Christians. I'm just talking about the weird traditions we have. We do we have a man that breaks into your house, much like the Easter Bunny. Um eats your cookies and drinks your milk because you put them out for them. You put, you're putting out libations for someone and refreshments for someone that's going to break in your house. But the kicker is they're going to leave a bunch of presents for you. Unless it's a Grinch and he's going to take all your shit. He'll eat your cookies and your milk and then take all your shit. But that's it. And they have different uh, that. And so, oh, well, that, what is that? How does that tie in with the birth? You know, where you're giving everyone presents. When isn't the Lord and Savior supposed to be a present to the world? Oh, yeah, it is, I guess. Okay, well, there's that one. Or you can go the way we bastardize St. Patrick's Day or Cinco de Mayo. St. Patrick's Day, which is the patron saint of Ireland, which should be a celebration of the culture and traditions of Ireland becomes a drunken green beer swelling fest where they dye the river, the Chicago River green every St. Patrick's Day, and then you have a bunch of people drinking and going and parading through the streets. They that makes sense there. The parading through the streets. <laughs> Cause they do that shit all the time. They were doing it in Northern Ireland. Because you'd have the Republicans. The Republicans are the IRA, the Catholics, loosely Catholics because they're more political than they are Catholic, because a lot of them are uh, extremist. And then you have the Ulster, the Unionists, the people that want to remain. Northern Ireland is part of the United Kingdom, and but it's wholly on the island of Ireland. So, in the, about four or five hundred years ago, they started settling a lot of Protestants. They tried to settle them in Ireland to get enough in there to hold on to Ireland. And what they did is they ended up getting the six far northern counties, heavily populated with Protestants, and they grouped them there. For the longest time, they had a majority of the population. But because of the birthright of Catholics, of course Catholics are going to out-birth Protestants. You know, unless they're the Dugars or something like that, Catholics have a shitload of babies. On average, poor Catholics have a shitload of babies. Right? So, you got these two contending forces for hundreds of years not liking each other. The Catholics, and all of Ireland was under United Kingdom until 19... 19- 18, right at the end of World War I, when they signed an agreement that the Republic, the counties in the south, became an independent country, and the six in the north, Ulster, became uh, inside a union. And what they do each season, they have marching season, and different uh, Protestant groups would march through Catholic neighborhoods. And the march is to commemorate a defeat from hundreds of years ago. And the Protestants would bang these loud drums. I don't know if they play horns, but they have these big sticks and walk through. Uh, hundreds of these Ulstermen would walk through these Catholic neighborhoods. They marched through these neighborhoods commemorating a defeat uh, by um, the Protestant forces over the Catholic forces, rubbing their nose in it for hundreds of years. Talk about a bad fucking sport, you know. And I wonder if eventually North Ireland joins with South, that the Catholics are marching through the Protestant neighborhoods, because the demographics are changing now. And Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, is uh, just about as healthy as United Kingdom. Similar government, I mean, the freedom level and all that stuff. So it's not like you have one side that is under a dictatorship and the other that's in a democracy. They're both democracies. and But the marching thing is the one thing they still do. Now, and they probably drink over there too, shitload too, on St. Patrick's Day. It, 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 it I wouldn't be surprised if how big St. Patrick's Day, it was just a patron saint of the country they were celebrating. But it became so big in the United States that Tourists from the United States expected to see similar celebrations in Ireland, and they were probably wondering, you know, like 50, 60 years ago, why aren't they making a big deal? And so, well, it's more of a religious holiday over here. Saint Patrick, who was the Archbishop of Ireland, so, so we always get the holidays wrong, right? Not surprised. Labor Day, people have picnics. They take. Days off and stuff like that, and shit like that. It's funny, Labor Day is uh, weekend is one of my busiest weekends. It's when I labor the most, which so Labor Day means something different for me. Labor Day starts for me as a celebration of my labors on the day after Labor Day when I don't have to work anymore on that day. So it means the opposite for me. That means for you, I guess it was some, I mean, I, I have to study the origins of Labor Day, but Halloween, that's an interesting one. Luckily, they don't do fireworks. I mean, I'm sure some places do fireworks on Halloween, but with all that cheap fucking uh, costumes, rubber masks and stuff like that, that would be a bad thing to catch on fire. You wouldn't want to, when it was rubber masks flaming on top of your head, I'm sure things that happen. That's pretty much what I have to say about July 4th. But we're going to have a lot of people on the water. The weather's great. Um, My daughter and my wife, my wife and my daughter, are in Poland right now. And July 4th will be just another day for them. I think it's actually, if I'm not correct, this Sunday may be Father's Day in Poland. Their school's just finished up. And where Abby and Skye are in Poland right now, up until like two, three days ago, that temperature is about 102, which is unusual for Poland. But then again, the temperature of 102 in Seattle, Washington is very unusual for Seattle, Washington. If they get 102 in San Francisco, phew, man, you, it's crazy. You know, because... The way the Pacific Ocean comes in, I think the way the air comes in San Francisco is usually a cooler climate there. I mean, I don't know how they handle that. And here, it's very interesting. My wife goes over there, my wife and daughter go over to Poland, and it's in the mid-80s. And here, and it's, yeah, it's very humid, but what the fuck? It's not that bad. Really? I mean, we're surrounded by water. That's uh, another thing. I'm going to pause this right now. I'm going to take a little break because I can. That's part of the fun of doing a recorded show. Um, Let me see. What's this podcast theme? I can play it from here or I can hit this one. You're an asshole. (laughs) Oh, wait. Okay, we are back. Let me turn, I turn that music off. Yes. Here we go. Last night, um, I got home at a little up there 11. It's so busy right now because of all the, the vacationers here and the weekenders coming down from Miami. Even with the catastrophe north of us, you know, some people talking about it. <coughs> You'd be surprised about how little, they talk about that Surfside condo collapse in Key Largo, where it's less than, I think, about forty miles north of us, and how much it versus how much they talk about it on the national, national and international news. Because there's always shit going down in Florida. And one, the mayor of Surfside, I think he the mayor of Surfside. He was on CNN and he said to uh, the reporter, he goes, well, this is kind of like a third world event, but we're not a third world country. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, a third world event, but we're not a third world country. Now, if you put enough third world events occurring in your country or in your neck of the woods, which is Florida... With our limited government, right? They only get involved in women's uh, reproductive rights, and they're worried about your sexual orientation. You know, they uh, they can't handle that. But uh, building codes, oh fuck it, you know your oh your your columns in your parking spaces underneath are starting to fall apart maybe you should fix those. Or there's cracks showing up in your pool. There was uh, a report done. They started studying for their 40-year certification. They started in 2018. And the report just came out in April for what they could do to redress that. Now, I don't know how you can structurally reinforce a building. It's not like I know doing a house that has foundation issues is a big fucking deal, right? And for hundreds of years, they've been trying to fix the Leaning Tower of Pisa, Think of that stuff. But a house is foundation. If something is happening with a foundation, it's a big fucking deal, right? And you have to, in order to do work, people, when they do foundation work on a house, A lot of times, people cannot reside in the house when they're doing that. So, it's going to be interesting news coming out of that. But uh, the one thing that I was watching at night, that Bill Maher was... And towards the end, when he has the final words, and I'm not going to do him verbatim. I'm just going to comment on the idea. He mentioned... Several articles and observations by other pundits and people around, at least in our culture, and I'm sure that happened in a lot of places, that people are coming out, they're having more sex, and they're drinking more. That's a level of alcohol consumption in the United States, which was rising before the pandemic, has grown. I'm not going to say exponentially, but it has grown. And they said it's really bad among women. And then he referenced that historically, about a hundred years ago, 102 years ago, when I think it was the 19th Amendment, uh, if I'm not correct, concerning prohibition. And that prior to that, many. Uh, People in the United States, they use drinking as a way to get through the day. And during the pandemic, when people are lonely and isolated, maybe they were drinking more, they're suggesting. And the people that have a propensity to drink, and if they don't have to go work, they usually wait. That's happy hour. They wait till after to work to drink because they don't like to drink. And people like me who have a problem drinking, they don't wait. They start a little early. Right? So Day drinking, morning drinking, all that stuff. There was people who say, hey, I don't drink until 5 o'clock when work. And you're... You know, they say most people uh, over... Uh, white-collar workers, over 44%, do not want to return to the office because of, I guess, commuting concerns, social anxiety. There's a lot of people out there, especially... You know, they, they may have been hiding these quirks that they have that they're not really comfortable around other people and they're not comfortable with their workplace and things like that. Obviously, if you're in the service industry, that's got to be really difficult for you. If you have, if you go into the service industry and you have a little social anxiety and you stop working for a while, it must be really hard to return to that. But the drinking part, the drinking part, of the pandemic. What have I observed? And it's hard to really gauge that because we were only closed, if we closed in March, right around St. Patrick's Day. We closed and we were closed for approximately two months. We opened a week or two before Maybe a little earlier, maybe three weeks before. <coughs> Memorial Day. And then we started having people come in. They slowly trickle back in. When we started to open up, we had this space, and like the nice thing about it, we put the separate we, we put tables at the bar and say, people couldn't sit here." And we, people were sensitive. I had regulars that when I came in said, "Hey, listen, no one's sitting right there because we want to give six feet." To them, and, and I've had regulars come up and leave and they haven't really uh, been back as much. But then again, they get sick. They got sick, some of those regulars. Some of them died. Some of my regulars have died since the pandemic from either uh, one or two from COVID. And the rest is just things they would have got. Others... There are tons of them, others, that they got, went head deep into the drinking thing. And I, my guess is that because of the increased consumption, people that were borderline, the people that borderline are drinking heavy. And the people that were light drinkers are drinking moderate. Because I've seen a lot of people down here have gotten busted for DUIs. And assault and things like that, and we see that in our. It, it's demonstrable when you get to look into the Monroe County police blotter and or the mugshots because we do that. I haven't done that in a while. I guess maybe it's a. Uh, it's time we did that. Maybe we'll do a checkup on that. Let's see what the DUI thing looks like. It's going to be huge this weekend. Hold on a moment. I'm not pausing it grabbing the phone. Let's see what we got here. So Bill Maher was talking about how what to do about people drinking. Now, me, I guess I'm on in a unique pattern because I stopped drinking about what was that? It was Four months, four months before the pay I'm in about a year and a half right now, and it was four months before the pandemic. And I still do the online meetings. Okay, the first one out. This wait, the second one out of the thing. Well, we have an unknown. We got a guy who's 51, who looks all of 80. Poor guy. Oh, he rests in nearby a Honda. Got a young lady, DUI, two out of three. Another young lady, well, the first young lady was 24, this one's 28. And Tavernier, a nurse, DUI, that's four out of five. Disorderly conduct, research and arrest, guy from Key West, let me see. DUI, oh, Coast Guard, poor guy, 23 years old, no poor guy. Okay, so that's roughly half of fraud, out of state, contempt of court. Who's this guy, 48 years old, this guy looks familiar. Oh, uh, hmm, I may know him. That's a nice thing, a small Duval Deval Street, resist. Another woman, I'm not going to say their name, another DUI. A young fellow, 22. Moving traffic without a valid license. Holy shit, this guy's five years older than me. He looks like the Crip Keeper. And you can see his, uh, I can't post his picture. But, oh, Al Mirada, DUI. Well, we're running a little better. DUI. Wow. DUI. It's that time of year. I told you before it was under. Now we're running about 75%. This guy looks like a DUI. We're about 70%. This guy, expired driver's license, probably from a DUI. <laughs> uh, this guy's my age. Oh, he looks all right. Um, battery and touch and strike. Oh, stone worker. From out of town. Burglary. Here we go. Meat and potatoes. No registration. Battery and touch. Okay, here we go. Uh, so, oh, DUI. Oh, he looks unhappy. What do we got here? Battery. Oh, young woman. Uh, young, Relatively young woman. She looks a little thrown out. Grand Theft. Wow, these guys wear their hats. They get all tanned on their face. She can pay large. Oh, unhappy woman. Server. Goodness, really. Dakota. Is that a guy or a girl? It's a male. Oh, I shouldn't have said his name. Holy shit. We got here assault. You know, it's no secrets. That's what they got arrested for. Let's see, health safety store leaves. Oh my God, this girl must have done something crazy in the store. Huckabee, last name. Oh, this guy looks familiar. No, I don't know who he is. Okay, DUI, DUI. This person has tats all over their fucking face. He has the last name is X. Ayana X. Thirty-one years old. On a Battery on a firefighter. Intimidation send threat conduct action. Resist stops, obstruct with violence, possession of a weapon ammo by a convicted United States felon. Aggravated assault with intent to commit found. Intimidation sent intimidation send weapon offense use, display. Firearm during a felony, crimes against person, corrupt public ser- by threat, public servant of family. Wow, TV actor. Who's this guy? TV actor from Hylia. fifty-two years old. I don't. Even, out of county warrant. Wow. Well, There's a way that's that'll that's not going to help your uh, career. I don't recognize the guy. Marvin Omar, failure to appear, grand theft. Julian barista. This guy, oh my god! I should show these pictures. They, there's some of these people. You say, why aren't they, why haven't they been arrested earlier? <laughs> Just by looking. Oh, that's a wrong thing to say. That was pretty shitty. This guy looks familiar. Oh, Key Largo. That's why. Uh, burglary, huh? Pawnbroker. Oh, he was. He went to the local pawnbroker. Hmm, good job, buddy. Let's see this guy. He's younger than me, DUI. Two years older than me, it looks about 30 years older. Poor lady, there we go. Jesus, that's the guy's name, Jesus. Damn oh, let's see, this people. DUI, DUI, DUI. DUI. Oh, an attractive young lady. We say DUI. Battery, touch a strike. That's a shame. It's a good-looking girl. Uh, yeah. There's. I'm not trying to embarrass anybody. It's just trying to demonstrate. Let me see. DUI. Disorderly conduct. I'm sure it involved alcohol on this one. Occupation: military in Mayport. Uh, poor guys in the navy probably. Um, DUI, DUI. Here we go. Christ, that guy looks like John Saxton. Uh, DUI, DUI with injury to property. Oh, yeah. Ooh, man, yeah. unhappy people. Some of them smiling. Oh, this guy looks like he's content. What do you do? Resist the arrest? Okay. Public container law. Uh-huh. Northbound in Key Largo. Drug possession. Weapon offense. Drug equipment. Oh, oh. Some of these people, it's the mileage, not the years. They're a little rough. DUI. Oh, who's this guy? Oh my gosh, here we go. This guy looks familiar. 30 years old, battery, big dude. DUI drugs DUI du- oh, young young woman ah it's a shame really cute girl DUI you know watch that young people DUI burglar wow you got both you got busted leaving a burglary uh ooh boy they really do take drugs do take a toll on you some of these people you see, a couple years younger, DUI, 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 DUI. Oh my God! Amazing, DUI, probation violent, heroin. What's this one? Oh, oh, shitload of drug offenses. Some of these drug offenses are bullshit for uh, people. But, well, they, they, some some of these people can be prison models, if you call it, You know, like people you want to say, oh, yeah, this is a person that we have in our prison. It looks just like it. DUI, 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 stolen property, stolen property. Oh, another young lady. God, 22 years old. What the fuck? Drug possession. A beautiful young girl. This guy looks happy. Hmm. Uh, DUI. Probably. Oh, yeah. This guy, this one guy, who's nine years younger than me, looks to be about ten years older. He was in the. I had to cut him off. Um, he was. In, he lives down the street from us. it's a shame. He's a little messed up. Oh. This woman looks like too young woman. It's a shame. Attractive. Could be attractive. Little burnout. Drug equipment. Nice looking girl. Key West. Oh. Yeah, I imagine this weekend we're going to see a shitload of people busted with DUIs. And I'm sorry for keeping on this. I just wanted to be. It looks like they were running a, a little over 50% on DUIs. And this weekend we're going to get that. Because that's what people do. They start early and then they decide the longer you're drinking gives you less time that you're sober. And you still got to do things, right? And people are out doing shit. We're not one of those towns. We are not a commuting town like Key West. I don't understand (laughs) how Key West... You get bus in Key West for DUI. Not that it's ele- it should be legal to drive drunk. Meaning, at most, the place is only two miles away. So, it's usually like a $10... I mean, you can, they got a bus system down there. They got a shuttle system, whatever. And you get... So, it's most, mostly 10 $20. And you got to pay for parking. So, why would you... If you have to park and pay for parking. Why not just take a, a taxi? It's a smart thing to do. But as Bill March said, we're going to find out what once this shakes out. There could be who knows with all this variance and stuff like that. We could be heading to another shutdown in the, in the fall. People don't want to hear it. But. The unvaccinated are starting to get those variants coming in and stuff. The unvaccinated are starting to get sick more and almost they say over 95% of the people that are now hospitalized in the United States and dying are the unvaccinated. But it's not a large enough number. I guess if it's back, if it goes back to a thousand, right? But with, I guess with that 50, almost 50% of the population, being vaccinated that just leaves a smaller pool it's like having a 50% capacity thing and people aren't being aren't spreading it as much but you can still spread it once you have once you have your vaccine my and with the 4th of July being mainly a outdoor holiday I don't see it happening I remember last year we didn't have a lot of things like that but it's still it was still raging, right? Still raging. We're gonna, we're gonna see how. And it's so hard for me when I'm watching this, me not as a drinker. What, what, sh- how should I view people's increased consumption of alcohol? What is my responsibility for that? You know, sometimes people are coming in. I look at them, and people are, are saying that person looks pretty messed up. They all look kind of messed up to me now. I don't get it all the time. If I don't know the person. They could be a quiet person or things like that. But when they come in, I don't necessarily notice how they walk. Or they're red in the face. Because there could be sunburn. I don't know. I, I, I don't... I know my responsibility is not to serve someone who's intoxicated. And I do, once they get to the thing where I think they are impaired, then I feel responsible. I'm saying, listen, are you driving? I, and we do it on a regular basis. We take, we take people, we drive them to their place. We, you know, two of us, we do a two car system. I drive their car with them in it and then someone follows me and picks me up everything's pretty much within five six miles of where we where where we are so it's never more late at night it's never more than 15 minutes because most people don't drive 10 miles away one funny thing though we have next week we have this uh keyboard player coming in named Antoine he likes to be called Tony but he's I don't understand. He calls himself Antoine on his card, but he wants to be called Tony. Huh. Okay. Um it's like having it on your, your name your your badge. You should put your name that you want to be called, not the one. Oh well, yeah, it says I want to be called Tony. Okay. It's a good guy. I'm not making fun of that the guy. But he came in and he just recently moved into town. And he was fine because he was working. He was having one beer. And you got some food. He goes, well, I got to get moving. I got to drive all the way back to Key Largo. Now, we're in mile, mile marker 102. He was going to mile marker 106. And it's all wholly inside Key Largo. And I said, listen, you're going, I go, you're driving all the way back to Key Largo tonight? He goes, yeah. I said, oh, man, it's going to take you maybe five, six minutes He looks what? I go, You're in Key Largo. You've been in Key Largo for over ten about ten miles, if you were coming from the south. And Key Largo goes on for another fourteen miles from where you are. I'm not talking about over the overseas highway. I'm talking about going north of it's a road called nine oh five that forks off the main road out of town and goes all the way up to that enclave to the north of us, which is North Key Largo, Ocean Reef. So I said, you can drive practically 40 minutes from the tip of the northern part of Key Largo and still be in Key Largo. Now there's only a couple hundred people that live up that four, you know, maybe a hundred people that live up that 905. You go to Ocean Reef over fourteen miles, and then you got a couple thousand people live up there, part time. I don't worry about that guy drinking and driving, but we'll see. And we have do do we do have the people coming in for drinks now and doing shots and doing all sorts of things. So, if the median level is for what people drink and what is acceptable has risen. It's really hard to tell because we had a whole year. It's like it wasn't – we had the two months off when we came back. We had the people come in that were – that didn't feel threatened to be out. And they they were kind of like – some were – obviously most of them were kind of anti-mask people talking bullshit. Now we got everyone so we don't have to deal with just the bullshit where people were just come in and say – spout their – anti-mask shit and I, I guess because air, airlines are stopped serving alcohol at least in the economy class I mean it's really hard for them to stop serving not serve it in first class because you know what the fuck are you paying all these tickets for if you're not going to get any booze right that's why it's really hard for me to travel first class because geez I only get like coffee and some food and that think I would hit people up. That's why I say, hey, listen, can you get something to eat? You know, if I went to first class, I'd be eating the whole time. And using the first class bathroom, which a lot of times it's not even much better than the main cabin bathroom. People just don't know how to keep it together sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But on the planes and stuff like that, they're saying there's like a, almost a tenfold increase in incidents with them. And that could be from drinking or drugs or a combination of both. The last time I took a plane uh, ride uh, up from, I think it was up north or was Poland. It was over a year and a half ago. I was in an airport in Philadelphia and the bar was packed, was packed. And people were drinking their faces off. And I was drinking at the time. And I had to kind of, I said, wait a second. It's only a two hour flight. I can't. I shouldn't be drinking because I'll still be drunk. Uh, so it was like an hour and a half before my flight. I had to stop drinking. I had to leave the bar because I wouldn't stop drinking. I had to give myself three, four hours so when I get home, I can get in my car and come back. That's the, you know, I, I think I was in Fort Lauderdale at the time. Who knows? When I landed. It's enough for a stream of consciousness right here. I'd like to thank you for listening. I'll be back next week or maybe tomorrow. Uh, thank you for listening. Please share this show with your friends and family, and I'll talk to you later. I'll play a little music for you. Bye. Custom Inc. can help you recognize employees, show customer appreciation, and outfit your teams with your favorite products and brands customized with your logo. At custominc.com, you can easily make your mark on all sorts of products, including water bottles, backpacks, polos, jackets, and so much more. Make Custom Inc. your go-to business partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing with personalized help when you need it, and an easy-to-use website when you don't. All backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to custominc.com to get started today.